Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215Forever. Follow me on IG, and on my IG page, you can follow the Know Your Role Player underscore podcast page, all right? We are at 96 followers. We are four, four away from 100. So listen, if you just go to my page, J215, the number four, E-V-E-R, and click on the, on the podcast page. We are four away from 100. I'm going to do a giveaway, all right? I don't know what I'm going to give away. I'll give away some. So, all right? The Know You Will Play a Podcast is sponsored by, sponsored by Anchor. But if you don't, you don't have to listen to it on Anchor, guys. That's what I recorded. That's the app I recorded on to get it out to the world. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Stitcher, about eight other platforms all right now whatever you do um let's say if you do apple podcast if you can leave a five-star rating review you know or if you do listen to it on anchor if you can favorite it or leave a review just show love the more reviews five stars the more it's algorithms algorithms are bases to move things up all right podcast is moving up you know i'm doing my consistency um but at this point i need your help all right so um we are finished the whole NBA trade deadline. I didn't know how I want to go about it. I didn't. I did not want to just read off every exact trade. Uh, I wanted to kind of break it down differently. So we're going to do the winners and the losers, the biggest winners and losers from twenty twenty NBA trade deadline. All right. Now this is again very regular, but I just wanted to. I want to do more of a perspective thing. Okay. So, a lot of people can disagree with how Andre Iguodala went about the season. By sitting out the season, um, maybe you like Iguodala himself, and you think he could have did it a better way. But Iguodala is a valiant, very excuse me, a very brilliant mind, and um, I respect what he did. He's not going to play on a Memphis team that he just doesn't see. If they make the playoffs, just doesn't see him going anywhere deep. I mean, he's an accomplished player. He's towards the end of his career, and he just wants to, he just wants to go for it one more time, wherever it is. Um. He was collecting $17.2 million this season. All right. Now he gets a two-year, $30 million contract. Uh, it's a team option in the second year. That's amazing. He gets traded to Miami. All right. He gets traded to a team that's already loaded. And he doesn't, he's going to be Iguodala. He doesn't got to be like, he doesn't got to play above his skill set. He could just play his regular skill set and have great value to the team. And they get Jay Crowder. So, um. An amazing job by uh, Memphis. Um, excuse me, Miami. Also, another winner, the Miami Heat. All right. Um, he did not get to get uh, the, uh, excuse me, Pat Riley. You got to get some credit too, man. Um, I like Justice Winslow. He's played better. He got hurt again, but um, he he's played good this season. Now, Deion Waiters and James Johnson have fell out of rotation. Um, they suspended Deion Waiters three different times this season. You know, he could help somebody else, but he's got to go. You know, you get suspended three times in one season, that's just a lack of focus, awareness, and just kind of out, out of out of order. And, um, you know, third time's a charm. Third time you're done, probably. So he chose his own fate. You know, I'm still big on Deion Waiters. I am. I'm not going to give up on him. Uh, he has a lot of talent, but 
listen, you gotta you gotta be smart, man. And he just he does some dumb stuff sometimes. He does. Now, how much does Igadala have left in the tank? That's a good question. I think he'll be fine. He isn't he's probably not gonna play until after the All-Star break, so I think he'll be okay. You don't need him a lot of minutes. Um even then they have a good team. They don't need him like the Warriors needed him. You know, they just need him to help. And um I definitely believe that they're a better team in the Sixers unless Ben Simmons starts shooting. So pretty tough blow for Philly, but um it is what it is. Again, you want to shout out to uh Jay Crowder. He's shooting 36.6% from the field and 29 from three-pointer. That's terrible. But he's a good defensive player and he can hit a shot. Uh numbers fluctuate. They'll, they'll go up, they'll go down. If he's wide open, he'll hit his shots. Loser, Steve Mills. Lost his job two days before the trade deadline. The loser is the Knicks. They they say, um, they say, uh so the ringer, we're gonna read what the ringer says. Um they said the Knicks are the winners. With Mills and his apparent interest in keeping Marcus Morris for a long haul out the door, General Manager Scott Perry accomplished what seems to me. They traded Marcus. Okay, so he says because they traded Marcus Morris to the Knicks to get a to the Clippers to get a first round pick, uh, they did a great job. Um, that's cool. You know that first round pick will be twenty nine, thirty, or thirty one. Uh, I like Marcus Morris, but man, this stinking Sixers. Sixers could have got Marcus Morris for all that. You know, I don't. I don't like anything Elton Brand does. I don't. I don't I'm anti Elton Brand. Okay, let's go to a winner though. I'm going to have a double winner. Um, I'm going to give a win for finally getting D'Angelo Russell and Carl Towns. They are best friends. Um, they, they, they're going to have great chemistry. Now, you're going to have to get the rest of the team together. All right? Um, after, open, after open lusting, Jerson Rosa, if I'm saying his name incorrectly, I apologize, Finally landed D'Angelo Russell in a bargain. Trades Andrew, Andrew Wiggins after five and a half years. Frustration in Minnesota moving off for the final three-year contract at $94.7 million. All right. Now, we'll talk about Wiggins later. Towns, 24. Russell, 23. Jared Culliver, 20. Malik Beasley, 23. But very talented. All right. Uh, Juwan Herman Gomez. I'm, I'm probably saying I said Hernan Gomez right, but I don't know if I said his first name. Um, 24. They got a lot of talent. Um, I think they're gonna play better. They should play faster. Uh, the pick and roll should be better. And I just like Russell's a great pick and roll player. Cat's a great pick and roll player. Shooters. Um, <laughs> they could use it. Uh, a Wiggins type is a 3 and D player, which is kind of funny. We're going to talk about uh, Wiggins in a second. Okay. If Townsend Russell can translate the off-court friendship into on-court chemistry, which I think they will, Beasley and Hernan Gomez can shine. I kind of like this team. I'm I'm really going to start zoning in on the, um, on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I really do like this team. Okay. Now, this is the most 50-50 thing in basketball, Andrew Wiggins. Okay, do you like him? Do you hate him? I don't hate anybody. I don't like Wiggins, but I don't like him because he was number one. He is talented. Okay, I never in my life said he didn't have talent. He just doesn't have the heart or the drive. 
But if you actually be Harrison Barnes on the Warriors, yeah, he could do that. Yeah, he could do that. Easily. He's better than Harrison Barnes. He ever he did average 23 points a game one season. So I am very big on I'm very big on uh Wiggins being on Golden State. Um he get his shot 36% on threes. That's fine. He'll shoot way wide open in that. He should be a better defensive player. And he should be motivated. Because um, they basically said, yo, you ain't it. Um, a healthy Clay, a healthy Curry, and a healthy Wiggins with um, Draymond Green and a center not to be named. Because I don't know who their center is. It's, it's, a, it's a high risk, high reward. But... um. Oh my goodness, he still got the number one pick. Wow. I forgot all about that. Yeah, they got the they might have the number one pick, and I think they got some cap space. So um I like this deal. I'm all in on Wiggins. So I am two thumbs up. Okay, so how about this? My podcast will go is Andrew Wiggins go. First of all, the Warriors are gonna be back next season, one way or another. But Wiggins is going to be great, and his podcast this time next season, this is February, is going to have 80 subscribers, all right? It's going to have it with you guys. You're going to share, you're going to like, and you're going to subscribe. All right, let's keep it moving. Yo, listen, to me, the LA Clippers are the best team in the league, all right? They have the deepest roster in the league. They have the best, one of the best starting fives, and they added another starter or optimal bench guy, Marcus Morris. Um... He has been phenomenal this year. 43.9% from three-point range. Um, That's crazy. 43.9% from three-point range. Uh, They're going to put him in the starting line. I put Paul George at the two. Dude, they're already good defensively. Now they're going to get better shooting and more versatility for switching. This is another guy they can put on LeBron. Um, he's guarded LeBron more than any other player the last three years. Now, they don't have a great answer for de- defending um, Anthony Davis, but who does? But to me, the Clippers are the best team in the league, and they should win a championship as long as nobody gets hurt. But that's the one problem. Kawhi and Paul George do have a tendency to get hurt a lot, and um, Paul just came back from a shoulder injury. Um, if either one of these guys gets hurt, to me, the Lakers should win the West. If not, the Clippers should win the West, all right? Now, the Lakers didn't get anybody. They didn't get Covington. They didn't get a point guard. They didn't get Bogdanovich. They didn't get Derrick Rose. But they're going to, I don't know, they're going to get somebody. Um, I think they're going to get Darren Collison. I think they're going to get J.R. Smith. Uh, they'll get some people. You know, Darren Collison is at the game with Jeannie Buss, so they are in his ear. Um, he is back. He uh, went on a personal leave for some things due to his religious his religion, but uh, he is back, and I do believe he's going to play again. And he's he's good. He's really good. He's always been a really talented guard. Uh, nothing special, but always solid. And solid is what we need today. We need more solid players. Now this 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 deal is um I am up and down on Houston. Now Houston to me. If they get Tristan Thompson, they can win the West. Because I like all these other players. But to me, that P.J. Tucker at center stuff, man. Okay, you could do it in bunches, but he can't play 30 minutes at center. Like, Even if he can, he can't. Now, if they can get Tristan Thompson, bro, 
I legitimately think the Rockets can win a chip. Um, so most people got the Bucks, the Miami, or the Sixers coming out the East. Um, I need to see something from the Sixers that I haven't seen. He traded the only offensive guard. I'm really starting to have a problem with Brett Brown and and, and um and Elton Bum, and I'm losing it. Now they traded Clint Capella for Robert Covington, and um. I like that deal. Clint Capella wasn't good on their team. Uh, he kind of fell back. He put his foot in his mouth, as I told y'all before. And I love Robert Covington. Now, they're going to have a really, really small lineup. Okay. Um, hold on. He says, ruling the starting lineup to field zero, play- zero players taller than six foot six, essentially turning Russell Westbrook into a six foot three Ben Simmons. One night's Joel Embiid doesn't play. All pushing, wrecking havoc, and transitioning slides into the rim is an extreme commitment to Neon Bit. I have no idea if this team is going to stop anyone, but maybe it won't matter if Houston scores 120 points tonight. So basically, they said screw defense. Even though they still kind of play defense, and they're just going to say shooters, pace, pace, pace. See if you can stop us. Like I said, if they get Tristan Thompson, to me, they can win the chip. They really can. Um. Daryl Morey, get Tristan Thompson. Figure it out. Because I do like the role players this year. I really do. I love P.J. Tucker. I love Robert Covington. Robert Covington is the perfect player for them. Um, I thought we did, I thought we used him decently. I thought he could play more power forward for our team. I thought he could switch more. I, I think he'll be a lot better in Houston. And he'll get a bunch of open shots. And I'm, I'm rooting for Covington. I, I want a Covington jersey, too. So, Mr. Metaphor, if you're hearing this, let me get a Robert Covington jersey in the Sixers. Or, or or the Rockets. I just, I just want a Covington jersey. Okay. This is weird. This this last thing is really weird. Um, we're going to talk about the games later, so I'm going to try to keep it moving. But this is really weird. So the Detroit Pistons traded Andre Drummond to Cleveland, a team that has a center, for basically nothing. And I think there's some things... Happened between the GM and, and uh, Drummond because they had a good relationship. And to me, you take care of a guy that's been good for you in your franchise. And even if he said he's going to leave, you do take care of him. And he didn't take care of him at all. And um, I don't know where this franchise is going. Um, they had a lot of role players the Sixers couldn't use, but they didn't give up none of them. Um, and uh, I want to read your Andre Drummond uh, tweet. If there's one thing I've learned about the NBA, there are no friends or no loyalty. I've given my heart and soul to the Pistons, and to have this happen with no heads up makes me realize even more that it's just a business. I love you, Detroit. Um, yeah, nobody saw this coming. Uh, Drummond's good, you know. Uh, he's gonna play on a team that's that's really wacky. Um, Kevin Love is still there. Did not get traded. That's also weird. Um. Are they going to buy Kevin? No, they can't buy Kevin Love out. Okay, they might trade Kevin Love this offseason. And I actually like that. You know why? I like them not trading Kevin Love because he just he just did some corny stuff. It's one thing if you don't if you want to get traded, but you threw your teammates in the bus. You wasn't walking back on defense. You pouted on the court. So I'm okay with them making Kevin Love stick it out. I play him about 38 minutes a game. Here, go be professional. Um... I don't know what to do with my hands, Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, okay. Andre Drummond. Okay, Kevin Love. You might have something. 
Um, they're gonna buy out Tristan Thompson. Uh, they should buy out Tristan Thompson, Colin Sexton, and Darius Garland. So me and uh, my buddy Femi have talked about Colin Sexton. Is he good? Yes, he's good, but the team stinks and nobody cares. So uh, I love Colin Sexton, but I don't know. This team needs some direction, or I'm going to have to worry about their future of winning. Not his talent. His talent will always prevail, but you're going to have to win in this league. Loser, Kevin Love. After all that stomping, pouting, and shouting, still, still in Cleveland. And I actually liked him not trading him. He was really petty, and uh, he took petty to another level. I know the team stinks, but he he stunk too. So he he I'm I'm actually I do not I I don't like Dan Gilbert, but I do like him not trading Kevin Love. Hey, go be professional. You getting that money? You got plenty of money here. Yeah, go out there and play. Double loser. Not only did Thompson not get moved to a serious uh, trade contender, but he's still gonna lose his job. I, they're gonna they're gonna buy out Tristan Thompson. Okay, so he is not a loser. Winner in Memphis. They traded Iguodala. They traded Crowder and Hill. Um, they get Justice Winslow, who is a legit 3 and D player. He can play a point guard, and uh, he put started start center in game seven. He's 23, guys, so don't give up on him yet. He's making $13 million the next two years. I get the injury concerns, too, but he's talented. He's gifted. And listen, it, it's not... You know, they're bet- Memphis is betting with this medical team that it can help Winslow get right to plug another physical, tough, versatile player into their team. So, Dion Waiters, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dion Waiters won't be sticking around. He, re- he redirected the former Grizzlies, James Johnson, to Minnesota. Okay, so Dion Waiters is on Minnesota. Okay. I'm not giving up on Dion Waiters, but he has to look in the mirror and say, hey, I might not be in the NBA longer if I don't declare myself professional. Dion Waiters has to dedicate himself to being a better professional. All right. Next, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I love Clinton Capella. That's the funniest part. He's really good, and I saw him get better after they traded Dwight Howard. I think he's going to be so good on his team. Um, he can rebound. He can dive to the rim, and he is a threat to stop somebody in the paint. All right. Um, I'm not worried about when you got Trey Young on your team, you really need a defensive powerhouse around him. Now, is Capella a defensive powerhouse? No. But he's going to give you some type of stability as far as defense. And like I've said before, the Atlanta Hawks will not do anything until they commit to playing defense. I think this is the first step in commitment. All right? Contextual winners who ultimately does not solve their problems. The Philadelphia 76ers. They get Alex Burks and Glenn, and Glenn Robinson in the third. They cut Trey Burke and they traded James Ennis the third. After half a se- season fighting off injuries and inconsistency, both Burks and Robinson seized opportunity to afford the much gap. Burks, 16.1 points, 4.7 rebounds, 3.1 assists, 29 minutes. Robinson, 12.9 points, 4.7 rebounds, 1.8 assists, 31 minutes. Both have a shot. Well on notable numbers, and Burks hit 37.5% on 4.7 attempts. That's really good. And Robinson is hitting 40% on 3.5 attempts. Yo, listen, if those numbers can translate, that's helping. Um, Burks can help because he can dribble, he can do stuff, all right? They need Burks. Now, 
The Sixers, man. Goodness gracious. We need a guard. Um, that Al Horford training is just bad. Um, I don't know. Okay, so let's let's talk about Denver, and we're gonna pretty much wrap up the free agency. So Denver had two guys that were gonna hit the restricted free agency market. They were gonna have uh, Malik Beasley and Willie Hone- Hernan Gomez. All right, ninth and twelfth on the team in minutes. Denver wasn't going to give uh, two significant raises to two fringe pieces, even if they're good enough to play. So moving them makes sense. So I guess they said they kind of panicked because Noah Vonley and Kita Beta Diop are both athletic young forwards who can defend multiple positions. Um, I guess they thought it was too panicky. And um, I do like Malik Beasley. Um, I love Jamal Murray. Gotta get better at some stuff, but I do love Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. is gonna be a legend. And the lowest of key winners, the Portland Trailblazer, traded Kent Bazemore and Anthony Tolliver for to Sacramento for Trevor Reza, Wendell, Wendell Gabriel, and Caleb Swingin. Alright. Uh they said Ariza looked cooked for the first part of the season, but he started perking up. Yeah, he'll play better on the team he's good on. Um Carmelo's been playing really good. Um, I want Portland to be good. I want Melo to get one more playoff run. Um, the Sixers, oh my gosh, man. The Sixers should have got Melo. But hey, we got Elton Brand. You know, what does he know? Slight loser, the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think the Bucks need anything, but I'm going to say what I said against the Bucks before. They're the best team in the East, but they're the most beatable team that's out of all the contenders. You know, even the Sixers, they can turn it up a notch. I I think the Bucks are good, but they can be beaten and they can be stopped. All right. And that is my wrap up on the NBA free agency. Now, we're going to talk about last night's games, preview tonight's games, because I don't want to do two podcasts. And we are done. Wow. All right. The Washington Wizards come back with a last-second layup by Bradley Beal and defeat Dallas Mavericks 119-118. I'm so glad the Wizards beat somebody else because they beat the Sixers, and I'm still mad about that game. Dallas falls to 31-21, while the Wizards move up to 18-36. Another game without yours truly, um, Luka Doncic. So, in his replacement, Tim Hardaway Jr. played point guard duties. Uh, They also had Jalen Brunson. I like the Mavericks. I just think they need some a recommitment to their team. You know, you they still ask Luka Doncic to do too much. And I'm starting. I like Porzingis, but I think they need another wing or guard. You know, I don't know who that guy is. Um, I hope they know because they're going to need it. But uh, I do like Porzingis. Uh, had 11 points last night. Seth Curry had 20 points off the bench. I begged the Sixers to get him. They told me he wasn't that good. You know, I'm I'm just really tired of Elton Brand, yo. That's all I'm tired of. Yo, Furkan Korkmaz had 34 points. Nothing else matters. Simmons had 22 and 10. And the Sixers snapped their four-game losing streak to move to 32 and 21, all right? As terrible as the Sixers have been playing, it's still okay, man. Um... 
I'm gonna choose Ben to pick it up in the second half of the season. I don't know why Embiid is playing with that cast on his hand. Uh, I think the Kobe thing just made him want to play because he inspired him, and I get that. But um, get healthy, Joel. Get right, and get ready. Uh, let's get some box score love for this game real quick. Ja Morant, their best player, had 15 points and six assists. Four of 12, and he was guarded by Ben Simmons. Yo, Ben Simmons is a defensive player of the year. All right, I don't know how else to tell y'all, but I'm telling y'all. Hold up. Hold up. Okay, next game. The Boston Celtics, which are only four games above the Sixers, are won one twelve to one oh seven over the Hawks. The Hawks are a team that you better be coming to play with, right? If you don't have your A game, they're gonna beat you. Yo, they got Jeff Teague back. That is so funny. So Trey Young didn't play, he's got a right ankle injury. So Jeff Teague is back on the Hawks. That is amazing. I don't know how he feels about that, but uh, I think that's amazing. So um they held this game pretty competitive without uh, Trey Young. Uh, Kevin Hewitt had 25 points. Collins had 30 points. I, I'm going to really try to keep an eye on Atlanta in the second half of the team. Just for as far as making a run as a defensive competitive team. All right. Uh, Jason Tatum had 32. In the rest of my life, I will be miserable because he should have been on the Sixers. But, you know, we just have a bad habit of dumb GMs. Um, I don't like to use that word a lot, but I used it there. And it felt good. Yo, the Suns beat the Rockets 127 to 91. Now, this was the first game without Capella. Well, he ain't been playing for a while, but. Yo, Kelly Oubre scored 39. I love when the role players. Yo, hashtag know your role player Kelly Oubre. All right. It's been, uh, might be the best role player in the league. Might be. Might, might be. Kevin Durant shouted him out, too. So, uh, shout-outs to KD for watching the game as a fan, not just a player. Next, uh, the Pistons are dumb, so I don't want to talk about them. Yo, I want to shout-outs to OKC for winning 108-101 to over the Pistons. We're not going to talk about the Pistons because I just don't know what they're doing. Chris Paul, 22 points. I'm looking forward to the OKC in the playoffs, y'all. I really am. You know, go, go, Chris Paul. They, they counted you out. You and Shea Gillis, Alexander have been amazing. Gallinari has been good. Um, Steven Adams has been great. Go OKC in the playoffs. And you know what? They, they, they're they going to beat somebody because they're good. They're actually really good. They all play smart and together. They're going to upset somebody. So keep your eye on OKC. 32 and 20, man. That is amazing. Um... Sorry, y'all. I got really hype over that. Next, the Pacers and Raptors. Uh, Pacers coming back down to earth, Sixers fans. The Raptors won 115-106. to 106, And I'm going to say this again. Um, I did not know Paul Siakam was this good. I knew he had talent, but I thought he would take a step back with Kawhi Leonard losing. He's taken two steps up. Kyle Lowry has been so good this season. Um just manning the fort, controlling the tempo, and just playing hard, doing the necessary play to win the game. And um, I really got to give Toronto a bunch of credit. Uh, I thought they would make the playoffs, but I didn't thought they would be this good, and this is truly impressive. Next. The Sacramento Kings, probably one of the more disappointing teams in the NBA, 
won 105-97 to over the Miami Heat. Uh, Buddy Heald added 21, Bogdanovich added 23, and the Kings hit 19 three-pointers to win. Um, Bam Adebayo, I am so happy for Bam! Also, if y'all listen to the podcast, I had him on the most improved player. Now, Brad Ingram will win that award, but I, I had Bam Adebayo winning too, so uh, I know the vibes. And last but not least, the crime of the month, Damian Lillard gets fouled and gets his uh, shot goaltended. They call it neither one. Utah hits a free throw, ends the game. Little had 42 in his loss, and um, I feel his pain. You know, you can't, you can lose a game. Little's lost games, but you can't lose a game just by a blatant miscall by the refs. Um, the refs has missed a game on Thursday at Orlando, and the NBA has to step in, man. Because they didn't even review it. And he's like, yo, they said it's not reviewable. Dog, that that double sequence of a foul and a goaltending, that is beyond pathetic. And I challenge the NBA to get better in all aspects. And that's it. Yo, this is the Know Your Role Player podcast. I appreciate all the love and support. I will be back. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Let's talk about Saturday's games. My bad. My, 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 my bad. Okay, so we got the Bucks and Magics. I got the Bucks winning. Mavericks, Hornets. I got the Hornets winning. Knicks, Pistons, uh, even. Man, when I say I could care less, I could care less. Nets and Raptors. I got the Raptors winning. Pelicans, Pacers. I got the Pacers winning. No, I got to take that back. I got the Pelicans winning. Um... Clippers, Timberwolves, I got Clippers winning, obviously. Lakers, Warriors. I just want to see if Wiggins do anything. I got the Lakers winning. Nuggets, Suns. I'm going to go with the Suns to have a little upset game, you know. Um, And Spurs, Kings, I got the Kings to win that game. All right, so y'all heard my picks. Y'all let me know what y'all think, and we will be back Sunday. The Celtics play the Thunder on Sunday. This would be a really good game. Uh, Heat, Trailblazers. There's going to be some good games on Sunday. Jazz, Rockets, Bulls, 76ers. So I'll see y'all Sunday. Y'all be good. Have a good weekend. Be safe and be blessed. Take care. Oh, and um, let me give y'all a little uh, you know, word of encouragement. The rest of this year is all on the podcast and my dreams. Nothing else matters because I kind of realize when I'm trying to help other people, I hurt myself. And, and when I get into a position where I want to help people, then I can do that. But um, like I said, the rest of this year is dedicated to my podcast, my YouTube channel, and just me. And just bettering myself spiritually, financially, emotionally, and mentally. All right. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed one. Peace.